Welcome back to the SC Heartback Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Namofsky. Welcome to another off-season pod. Today, have to talk about the news. Connor Tracy, from the Sharks to the Bulldogs in 2024. Did not see this one coming. Just when you thought that the Dogs had finished their signings and, you know, we were like, okay, we've got eight or so players that fit into this back line, let's try it. They throw in potentially one of the best ones, uh, one of the best guys that was not in first grade right now um, and just stick him in there. And a guy who, again, rightly or wrongly, has a utility tag on him. So the Bulldogs, the utilities, they keep building. But this is really, really big in terms of super coach because what it does, it, it it's a bit of a ripple effect. I think what for me, what it does is it really solidifies two guys in the Sharks team. I think Sifatalakai is now pretty locked into that CTW spot. There was a chance, an outside chance that Connor Tracy may have stolen that. Not the case. Probably Eero is the next guy behind now in those back lines to get a run at the Sharkies. And then the other guy is Will Kennedy, who all he has now behind him is Kay Dykes, who's coming off an ACL. So it looks like Kennedy and Talakai will be rising in the next uh, big board rankings because Contrax, the guy kind of breathing down their neck, is now gone. Over to the Bulldog side, what it does is it really brings into question now what position does he play? Because, you know, we're about to go through it. I think the halves is pretty set. You know, there was a bit of talk about Burden going to the centres. I'm going to ignore that. That's just dribble to me. I think you got Burden and Sexton will be the six and seven to start the season. One to five is really open to me. There's four, There's three guys that are absolutely locked into a role no matter what. And there's about five guys battling two positions there. So let's get into it. Who are the three guys? Absolutely safe, no doubt. Well, Jacob Kiraz is one of them. Now, he's interesting. He can play wing and center. So we'll mark that there. We've got Josh Adokar, who will only be on a wing. And you have Stephen Crichton, who will be... I guess you can go wing, fullback, or center. So those three guys are absolutely locked in no matter what happens in this offseason, barring injury. Those three guys will be in the starting lineup for the Dokies. So let's go through the contenders. Let's start with Bronson Sherry. Now, to me, Bronson Sherry is someone who I'm very excited to see what he does this season. Um, I do think that he's someone who can really provide a lot of impact. Um, you know, we saw when he just started um, for the Sharks, it was interesting because he's someone who had that flash and he was 19, you know, he obviously got suspended for the four years, he's still only 23, so he's a young player, but he's someone who, is he going to get the run straight away? Is he going to, is he going to impress in the offseason so much that like we have to put him in? Potentially. The next guy we're going to talk about is Blake Taff. Just came over from the Rabbits. Really, I can see him only playing two positions. I think he's only going to be playing uh, fullback or halfback, always going to be utility. So to me, there's a lot of good options now at fullback. I think he's probably going to miss out. I'd be surprised. He's either going to be the 14 or the next man up, I would think. The next guy on the list is Jarrell Skelton, another young fella. Really only seen him play wing. Again, he's going to be someone waiting in the wings, probably behind Taff uh, or next winger up because, again, there's a lot of really good guys in this team. Hayes Perham, you know, played fullback last year, started the season there, played with a CTW as well. To me, once again, really going to be playing that reserve grade role, 
if someone gets injured, next man up mentality, because to me, I just can't see where he's going to really fit in to the side there. One of my favourites heading into the season is um, you've got the guy who, to me, I think needs to have the best run, and that's Blake Wilson. Um, You saw how he finished the season last year. Someone who really has a nose for the try line and, you know, I think he averaged something about 130 metres for his little stature there. To me, he's someone who I would really want to have in my team. Um, I would find a way to fit him in because I just think that he's that talented and I think he can do a great job. Um, So mark him down. And then you've obviously got Connor Tracy. So they're the contenders. How do I see it playing out and how does it affect Supercoach? I just think if you bring over Stephen Crichton and you're paying him the big money, he has to get the first cracker fullback. That's that's where I'm leaning now. Even though Connor Tracy might be the better fullback right now at the start of the 2024 season, I think you've got to give Stephen Crichton 10 to 12 weeks at fullback and see how it goes because he's someone who, whether he plays for the Panthers or plays for Samoa, just a performer. And I just think that you give him that extra bit of responsibility they're a fullback. You know, we've seen him play there a couple of times for the Panthers. I think you have to play him there. Who are the wingers? Well, like I said, you got Josh Adokar locked in there. And then if Connor Tracy is not playing fullback, he's playing CTW. So that's potentially one edge. One edge will be Connor Tracy and Josh Adokar. Now, that leaves Jacob Kiraz open on the other edge with I think there's two guys really fighting for that other spot on his side there. I think it will be Bronson Cherry, and you'll play Kiraz on the wing, or it will be Blake Wilson, and you'll play Jacob Kiraz in the centres. How do I see it panning out? I just think that's going to be extremely hard after four years to come straight in. I think he's going to need some reserve grade. So I think Blake Wilson will start with Bronson Cherry playing in the reserves just to get those legs under him. And it might be three, four weeks, but to me, he's a 23-year-old guy here. I don't know why you'd rush it. Pretend it's a really, really young guy from reserve grade that you just plucked out early 20s. How would you really, you know, bring him along? You wouldn't just throw him into the fire straight away. So to me, that's how it would light up. Stephen Crichton, a fullback. Blake Wilson, Josh Adokar on the wings with Connor Tracy and Jacob Kiraz in the centers with all those other guys missing out. Supercoach-wise, what does this do? Uh, obviously, the big board next week is going to be some updates. I think once we confirm Stephen Crichton's at fullback, he will skyrocket up the rankings. Right now, I think he's in the 90s. Uh, expect to see that really, really rise. Connor Tracy will instantly jump up because, like I said, he's not coming over without a promise of first grade, so he's going to rise up for me. Um, I think, like I said, Sifa Talakai is someone who really, really benefits from this. He will rise up. Will Kennedy is someone who will rise up. So they're the, they're the four main guys there who will rise from the board. So that's Crichton, Tracy himself. I, I'd never had a Bronson Cherry going high. So to me, he he's a non-factor here. Again, he will get to run at some stage through the season. But to me, just it doesn't make sense that he would come in and absolutely brain it. And even if he did brain in the offseason, give him some runs on the board in reserve grade. There's no rush to bring him in round one against Paramount and try and do his thing there. So... Look, at first glance, I was like, what are we doing here? So that's another place you didn't need. You probably needed to bolster your front row forward. But to me, 
it's a quality player coming in. And right now, when you look at that back line, if that's how it will start, and the next man up is Bronson Cherry in the reserves, there's a lot of good depth in their back line now. And they've got a couple of options at fullback, which they haven't really had in previous seasons. Now you've got Crichton and Tracy and Taff, three genuine first-grade options at fullback. So I do like it for the Doggies. Um, for the Sharks, I was surprised. Um you know, I I didn't think he'd uh, re-sign for 25, but I thought for 24, if they were going to do an early release, it'd be someone who they can get back to really help them, you know. And they've obviously got a young guy they highly tout there, but I just have a look at this um, extended dogs roster, and there's a few guys at the bottom, you know. They probably didn't need a guy like RFM, but maybe like a Jarrell scale to try to get him back. You know, Ethan Ward, I liked the, the look of him when he was there. So there's a, there's a few guys, but obviously they've targeted their guy there. Um to me, it's a super coach. It's a super coach friendly deal because you got a guy who was stuck in the logjam who can be a genuine starting option in the CTW fullback role every week in super coach. Uh, you're freeing him up to go into a side that will give them a bit more spark, and I think this does help Matt Burton a little bit more. Any more help outside backup will help Matt Burton. And then, like I said, for the shark, he's just solidify some of those guns that I was a bit uncertain of how this is going to go because you know it looked like Fitzgibbon really liked Connor Tracy and what he did. Well, there's your answer. You know, they've got that back five is pretty much set now for the Sharkies. I can't really see it moving now because, you know, Kennedy, Katoa, Talakai, Ramey, and Mulatalo, Connor Tracy, and Matt Moylan were two guys potentially that could kind of come in there and potentially play something of a role. Really, now it's K Dykes and Iro, the really only guys you got. Now, you still got like a Harodi there, but yeah, I think we're pretty much set now with that. So, just want to jump on here. Like I said, I've always liked Connor Tracy as a super coach option whenever he's filled in for the Sharks. There was always a bit of a, a log jam at the waivers to try and grab him. So this is going to be an interesting one. Now, he will rise up the rankings uh, with Stephen Crichton as well. Once those are confirmed, um, there will be players in this draft for sure. It almost reminds me a little bit of Lockie Miller last year. I think Lockie Miller went about 50th overall in our super coach draft and had instant impact at the start. Obviously, he didn't finish great, but... Um, it wouldn't surprise me if a Crichton or a Connor Tracy goes in that range as one of those, you know, we're unsure, but we're willing to take the punt and see what happens. Leave it there, guys. Get to the socials at the SC Hardback. Back with another pod in a couple of days. Thank you for listening. Have a great day. Hear from you soon. Cheers.